Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Could anybody guess what we're potentially going to talk about later in the show? Anybody? Wild guess. It's November 19th. I couldn't think of anything that could potentially happen in the last week. What? Blizzard fucked up a second time? Bobby Kodak's an idiot? There's two other board members that should be fired? Oh, yeah, we're doing it again. Oh, man, I thought you were going to say the Game Awards. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> hey, this is the Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Peak. Peak. Like... Uh, I don't know. I was going to say CEO sexual misconduct, but that's kind of a weird thing to be interested in. That's like a really weird fetish. Yeah, I'm going to do a whole uh, podcast series on CEO and board member sexual misconduct. Oh, I read a really crazy. So, like, on you'd the- have you'd have a hell of a podcast. <laughs> Speaking a, lot, of weird, a, lot of, a lot of content. <laughs> speaking of weird fetishes, I was scrolling through Reddit and I came across the uh, "off my chest" subreddit. You know where someone wants to, you know, you, you know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to get stuff off your chest. Yeah. And they were like, I think it, it was called, a, is it true off my chest? I think is the official like r slash. Maybe I don't know. I'm just saying if people want to peruse. Uh, this lady was like, my husband can only sleep with me if I pretend to be dead. Like, that's the only way he can, like, get off. And I was like, wow. So. D- and then, like, the there's, top a, there's comment, a lot. I have a lot of questions. The top comment was like, well, you should be glad he's not having you take ice baths to lower your body temperature. That's, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. It's like, it doesn't need to be cold. Is it one of those, like, fresh, warm body scenarios? Is he going to run into that situation at some point where he comes across a dead person and. Just his urges take over. I'm wondering he's, he's if, that, if that point, like, I always wondered if that was like, what range of like mental illness is that? You know what I mean? Like, is that a mental illness? Yes. Is it a chemical imbalance or is it like can a development the, issue? One can be the other. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh, probably that too. I mean, the development issue is more concerning than the other two. I think, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Because yeah. that's a, what led to that. I'm just saying, like, yeah, like, how do you get there? You know what, what I mean? Uh, 
I don't know how, I don't know how far I want to get into this. And it's but, like the same thing with like you know like sex addi- sex addiction, any which, addiction. Really, again, going back to sex addiction, not really a thing. Let's be clear. I don't think it's a thing. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. It's like I, that's the fascinating I, part on it. I kind of want to read like some crazy like paper. I'll say this: when it was a thing. And everyone was claiming it early two thousands. Yeah, a hundred percent not a thing. They were all looking for excuses of cheating on each other because it was all rampant in Hollywood. Yeah, see, that's the now, thing. It's like I think there's a. I think because I think a sex addiction, like a true sex addiction, would fall into like a serial rapist category. That's where, the that's the part that this is going to sound really weird, and I don't mean it like this. That's the part that kind of interests me is the scale, like. The scale, like, so can you have, like, someone who's, like, a sex addict who is, like, a rapist, a serial rapist? Or can a sex addict also be, like, you know, someone who, like, literally has to, like, masturbate eight times a day? You know what I mean? Like, See, and then I would would consider that second person, mm -hmm. just in your very specific example. Yeah. I'd almost consider them, like, OCD. Yeah, like they they have to turn a light on and off four times before they leave a room. Type people, mm-hmm. they're like ah, it's it's my eighth time. It's just when I do it, like they're so very so focused on their routine that that's which is what they've done. Yeah, and it, they happened into it one day and they've never been able to break it. Then there's the people that would be like, oh man, I'm so addicted to coffee, and they're having their second cup in two days, and you're like, what the fuck are you? T-? No, that's not no, that's just normal intake of coffee. But you have those people like, oh, man, uh, I'm so addicted to coffee. And you're like, you just have you have a couple morning, like most of the regular side of America. What? No, no. The only the only thing Are you, you trying to tell me my pumpkin spice lattes aren't important. No, because you don't ever show up here going, man, I'm so addicted to coffee. I mean, I probably am addicted to coffee on a low key level. Yeah, but you don't talk about it. No. So it's not an issue. No. Where you get those people that talk about it and clearly they're not. They're they're the the Insta, you know. Yeah. The Instagrammers. Yeah. Oh, I uh, got got to get my coffee, got to get my fix. The whole uh, the whole concept of addiction is like just so fascinating. Gambling addictions, drug addictions. Yeah. So fascinating. And drug addictions similar to sex addictions, and I mean technically all addictions are imbalances in the way hormones work within your body. You're chasing the high constantly. Yeah. Whether it's gambling in the rush of, you know, losing your entire life savings, your house. It's, I guess it's else. like a chicken and an egg question for me. Of which came first, the act or the imbalance? Yes. Because, like, you can have the act cause the imbalance or the imbalance cause the act. I think it depends on the addiction, probably. that's That might be the case. Because gambling would be the case where it the, caused an effect. Yeah. You are doing the action which gives you the imbalance. You're yes. usually not going to impulsively gamble without already having experienced yeah. it the first time. But something visceral to like, well, no, I think that's probably the case for all of them, right? Sex, you wouldn't know until you did it. Drugs, you wouldn't know until you did it. Coffee, the same way. It's a matter of yeah, but it's say a matter you have of the chemical time. imbalance already that makes you more susceptible to addictions. Yes. So like. But then it's then it's just a matter of you have that, and it's when do you it's when When's you then trigger when do you then partake in the thing? 
Because if you if you just think you had a chemical imbalance, just in general, mm-hmm. normal oh. normal chemical imbalance. I'm sure we all do. Yeah, exactly. And you said, by the way, welcome to the gaming podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember how we got on this topic. And, and I, went, I know we do. I know I derailed us. I'm not sure how. Uh, CEOs, and then we lost. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, if you went through a chemical imbalance situation, and you and you were actively aware of it, like mm-hmm. you know, some people are with certain things, and you just went, I need to never do that. Yeah. Because I know that if I did it, it would it would trigger and I'd be gone. Mm-hmm. So there is still you have the imbalance and you know that, but it's the matter of you now just need to never go through the door. Because when you go through the door, then there's you know there's no coming back for you, mm-hmm. and it's no longer chicken and the egg conversation. It is you experienced it, and now it's the only thing you can think about. Yeah, yeah. I think there's like a there's so many levels to it too, though, because I think some people. Like, there's people who are capable of being that cognizant, and then there's people who aren't, like, who don't realize. Yes, that is technically true. That is usually how... (laughs) I wanted to to start belittling you so bad for that, because I was like, yeah, that's how things are. People that do and people that don't. Uh Uh-huh. But but you're right. Well, like... Because that is... I mean, it's the same thing true, not just of chemical imbalances and and addiction things, but it's the same thing as being, like, self-aware and not self-aware and how you socialize and everything like that. You are... You are either cognizant of yourself of a certain you know aware of your either you know you may not be entirely aware of yourself but you might be aware of your impulses or aware of your actions or aware just spatially aware of yourself because there are a lot of people i've played volleyball against that are not spatially aware of where their body currently is whenever they start moving well that's like every person that's why i don't like going shopping driving Driving sound like a good one. Yeah, driving during holidays. Mm-hmm. I will off the next elderly person that cuts me off <laughs> middle of the road. My my thing is if I don't mind lifted vehicles, I think some of them look cool. If you're going to lift your vehicle, readjust your headlights, please. There's there's a lot that goes with a lifted vehicle. We'll start with that. <laughs> And then I have a lot of other thoughts that we'll save for a, a later time. But hey, you know what? Maybe you have a video game addiction. Maybe you need to chase that dragon. Maybe your name's Nate. And you're about to read a list of jar- dragons you could chase. Exactly. Such as, number one, Sherlock Holmes, chapter one. You want to talk about addiction? <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, addicted. To solving murders. I think in the books he was addicted to um, opium. Yes, I believe that's the case. Very old time drug. Yeah. Tracks. Anyway, that game's out for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number two, Next Space Rebels for the PC and Xbox. Number three, Rocket League Season 5 is happening. Hey, man, Rocket League, not dead, believe it or not. Number four, Warhammer Age of Sigmar Tempest Fall for PC VR. Number five, Guild of Dungeoneering Ultimate Edition for the PC. Number six, Kid Amnesia. Amnesia. Ah. It's supposed to be Kid Amnesia, but it's there's a space. And I, you know, that was the one that was like made with like a band or something, right? Sure. No idea for the PC and PlayStation. Number seven, Microsoft Flight Simulator Game of the Year Edition, Reno Airspace's expansion pack, and the Reno Airspace Air Races. Full collection for the PC and Xbox. A lot of flight sim. Well, it's 
technically the same thing three times. Uh, number 10, Myth of Empires for the PC. Man, something like Myth of Empires. I'll tell you what, now that I have Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, uh, there's a solid chance I'm like kind of looking at like playing Age of Empires because I'm listening to King of, Kings of Kings. And I'm like... That would be fun. I'm like, oh, man. That would be fun. Persia's got to go regain their conquering territory and not not do what they did and take over. That's a good show. Yeah, I'm in episode three. That's of three, right? Or is it yeah, four? yeah. We're just starting the, the Xerxes stuff. Mm. Darius is, is now dead and Xerxes taking over. Ah. Uh, he he just scolded the water. Oh, that's where we are. <laughs> Classic, yes. Classic Xerxes. <laughs> Go out there and whip that water. Tell it it obeys me. Uh, uh number eleven, Undungeon for the PC and Xbox. And number twelve, Battlefield twenty forty two. Dun 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 dun. For the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Uh, buyer beware with that one. Number thirteen, Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation Code Fairy. Volume 2 for the PlayStation. Thoughts, Matt? Have you watched any Code Fairy? I have not. All right. Number 14, Nerf Legends for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. And number 15, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are now out for the Switch. And while I'm still going, I'm going to take number one of the headlines because, hey, I'm feeling freaky. Number one, another one. Bites the dust. Ba-da-dun, dun, dun. Saints Row has been pushed back by a few months to August 23rd, 2022. The original re- release date was for February 23rd, 2022, a.k.a. the end of the fiscal year. In the announcement, Volition Chief Creative Officer Jim Boone. Jim, Jim Boone's got... He's real close to Todd Howard and being an oil tycoon. <laughs> Jim Boone's probably. See, I got Jim Boone as being a uh, Appalachian uh, whiskey moonshine. Uh, moonshine. Well, I was thinking like I was thinking specifically whiskey, just because it's Jim. Yeah, yeah. and Boone is close to Beam. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But we could go moonshine. Well, if you're gonna go Appalachian, you go moonshine. Yeah. I was gonna say I had him Old West Prospector Jim Boone. I like that too, actually. Like with a toothless whistle. Yeah. Yeah. Old 49er. Yeah, yeah. Minor 49er. Anyway, so Jim Boone (laughs) said the studio needs more time on the title due to its size and scope, and that it underestimated the impact that COVID would have on its schedule. Well, we're still using that, huh? Boo friggin' who? Still using that. The amount, speaking of, uh, all right, so first off, cool. It sucks. Delays. Obviously, we know they were coming anyway, especially one like this could have told you and we probably did when it got announced it was going to get delayed take all the time you want because i don't want another saints row three or four yeah that being said in the covid excuse thing i am over that i am still running into it in my place of work where people are clearly still on a covid vacation i should have put the other news story in but i didn't want to because that's just how we feel about studies now um there was a study. I like that. That's just how we feel about studies. They're shading st- me with that. Yeah. There was a study uh, inside of the video game industry, and 82% of workers uh, either maintained 
or improved their work efficiency through COVID. Right. Uh, and I believe that. I should say work at home. There was a work at home study. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, it, it, it's specific to my scenario and what I see. It should have been done on like a, on a person-by-person basis. Like, are you capable of working from home? Mm-hmm. And not just like, oh, could you do your work at home? Like, do you actually do your work at home? Yeah. Like, there's... when I worked at home, sure, did I play a game or two? Yeah. But my work stuff was always open, and I was always doing work while also just, like, multitasking like I normally do anyway. I feel like it makes it more conducive to, like, a more natural work environment. Like, no more natural workflow. Because, like, I don't... We're not robots. We don't, like, go to work and then, like, maintain the same work pace through an eight-hour day. And then no, like, and there's studies done on that too. Where and then like punch our ticket and be like, gotta go home, recharge. Uh, you know, like that's I exactly, will. That's exactly what I do, and I sing the circus song. <laughs> I'll have like a frantic like 15 minutes where I like accomplish 800 things, and then I'll have like the next 30 minutes where I'm just like staring at the wall because like I can't like focus on anything there there, and there are studies on that too especially inside of a work environment where they're i think it's something like you should be taking 30 minutes for three hours or something like that like Mm -hmm. you work for a bit and then immediately you need to take a stop doing everything close whatever you can and just do something else to you need to regen yourself because otherwise you burn out on what you're trying to do Mm -hmm. and you start losing focus immediately yeah yeah so I just did that the entire time, but I still got all my work done. Unlike some people who couldn't send, who I still can't get to just send an email or answer one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like I built a plane in my yard. <laughs> not saying somebody did. Someone might have. Someone might have. Uh, Number two. Also, one of the people that can't function now that they're back. Well, yeah, man. Too busy planning out the next plane. Yeah, they're trying to be overall fucking right. <laughs> but they don't live in Kitty Hawk. Uh, Halo Infinite. I, I want to get the badge so bad for them that just says, like, birthplace of flight. Just stick it on their door. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Sticker. See if they under- see if they get the joke. Uh, Halo Infinite's co-op campaign and forge mode. By the way. Yeah. Wasn't on the new release list. Halo Infinite multiplayer. That's true. It wasn't on the new release list. By the way, uh, now that Matt's talking about Halo Infinite, the multiplayer's out. Halo Infinite's co-op campaign and Forge mode, which won't be in the game when it officially releases on December 8th, are going to launch even later than previously expected. In an interview with Eurogamer, Halo Infinite head of creative Joseph Staten reiterated that campaign co-op would launch with Season 2. But since season one was extended by three months to May 2022, that means the second season is at least five months away. Uh, Forge is still set to launch with season three, according to Staten, but we don't know when that might arrive. Also, uh, Staten said those timelines are still only goals. Things may change if other priorities come up. First thought, those are scary goals. That's it, it, or more, more so. More so, I should say those are scary to 
be goals and not a deadline. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me you're going to drop a Halo and not drop a co-op campaign part of it until half a year later. Is the the regular, like the single player campaigns launching on the 8th? On the 8th. But you can't play a co-op until six months later. Yeah, so what's the point in even bothering? Yeah. It's like that's hoof. Hoof. And then you're not gonna let your community go wild for a year in the forge. Yeah, they're kinda shooting Griff, themselves in the foot. Griffball cannot exist until a year from now. It's so interesting. The whole idea of games as a service is like totally at odds with like our current uh society of like uh short attention spans. It's, it is and isn't. Yeah. The battle pass thing fixes the short attention span idea because you'd want, the idea is to, hey, keep you in, you reach a, you reach rank 100 or whatever, yeah. how, however many levels are in the battle pass. Cool. You've unlocked everything. Now you get to wait until the next one comes out. Unless you really enjoy the game, you can keep playing it. But you don't get the true new shiny. Right. And the issue is, at least in this specific scenario, they're not time getting the right things. Like yeah. co-op campaign and forge aren't correctly, the aren't the things that people are like. Yeah, those are games as a service feature. It'd be like no, you'd be adding new maps to the new season and guns and skins and that type of stuff to the new season. Not oh, now you can go play the co-op campaign. Like that's not. Yeah, it's strange for sure. Forge Again, their first foyer foyer into games as a service though. So I think forge would be the the one that could be a problem because that's like you're taking away your community's ability to make games which would you know it foster a longer your, lifespan yeah it adds your longevity the only thing you'd have to say is like for forge things we specifically don't allow you to earn battle pass xp in them mm-hmm. which i think is probably part of the issue is because they don't want people to just spawn up a game real quick and slam out a battle pass in four hours or whatever yeah, but that's an easy switch. So why would you delay it a year? I don't. I don't know. I'm sure there's reasons. Again, and the same thing with Battle Pass, right? If you were going to do a, a new map and everything in a new season, when once you have Forge out, then you put in new assets for people to build inside the Forge. Like it, it seems straightforward. I, I, I. There's got to be something I'm missing of a reason they would want to do it that way, other than just. That's how they're going to do a feature set game of the year or game uh, as a service. Yeah. Release. There was an interesting conversation going on on Reddit where people were talking about what, why modern games take so long to develop. It was pretty interesting. Like no one really had like, it was mostly people theorizing, but it is an interesting conversation, an interesting topic because it does seem to be like, a clear point where all of a sudden it's like, oh, we need double the amount of development time than we've ever needed before. I think a lot of it comes to, again, no idea. Um, definitely that, and under underestimation of their own time needed between like a lot of places started to, uh, I think a few years ago, started to try to do more with less. So their teams got smaller 
but then they started trying to make bigger games where if you just had a much more massive team, you wouldn't be running into some of these issues, but nobody wants to pay them in the downtime years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then the other issue that I potentially see in some of these games is too many cooks. Yeah. There's not one person steering the ship and saying, this is where we're going. I'm listening to you and I'll make an adjustment as where we're going, but this is where we're going. It's, it's Skull and Bones and Halo had it where That's what I was just going to say, the, the Ubisoft problem. Like. Yeah, it's just, oh, here's one thing. Oh, no, turn left. Oh, no, turn right. Oh, we got to go back, actually. We got we to U-turn this. Mm-hmm. And then they start over again. And <laughs> like just... the whole size and scope thing where they're like trying to do too many things in a game instead of having a clear cut. Like, you know, the um, and this is going way back, way, hey, way back. But you know how there were like the, I don't remember what they were called. They were a drawing tool thing for kids. And it was like a little disc. And you put your pencil or Some pen. Some with an ass. Spirals or something. But yeah, it's like a spiral You put your scope pen thing. in a oscilloscope. Oscilloscope said. That's what it is. Measures what? electrical signals. Okay, that's what that is. <laughs> I'm just throwing words out now. I don't know what I'm. It's talking. like it is a play on that word, though. It's like a. It starts with an S. It's like a spiral scope, spiral scopic, spiral something. Yeah, but you put your pen or pencil through a hole in the like gear thing, mm-hmm. and then you just spun around, and you would create these beautiful, just like intricate line things or whatever. Yep, that's what happens when there's one person controlling the pencil. But now do that same thing. And have six people just grab it and pull it in every direction. And that's what happens with a lot of games until they get back to... Until one person reigns supreme because they killed the other five. And they get to draw the pretty picture. Alright, so what you're saying is these game studios... There can only be one. A real-life battle royale. Yes. Speaking of Blizzard... <laughs> we'll get there in a minute. Number three... Publisher Private Division has acquired the makers of the Ali Ali series, Roll 7, in what will be a debut acquisition for the firm. The BAFTA award-winning studio was founded in 2008 and is currently working on the upcoming Ali Ali World, set to release in December. While this is the first studio that the Take-Two subsidiary has acquired, Private Division has also acted as publisher for several, several other titles, including Obsidian's The Outer Worlds and Supergiant's Hades. So, you know, two decently massive games. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, number four, analytics firm DFC Intelligence released its cloud gaming and interactive streaming analysis and forecasts for 2021 to 2026, uh, which says cloud games and interactive streaming businesses will grow to $13.5 billion by 2026. For comparison, the analytics firm said that this year's cloud gaming market generated billion. The report goes on to explain that existing gaming customers or consumers, excuse me, that own high end PC and consoles are expected to generate nearly 10 billion of the expected forecast. The report said, quote, currently the bulk of revenue comes from subscription services. However, most 
of the growth will occur from products and services that are not tied to a specific subscription service. The report went on to say, quote, cloud gaming is not about distribution of traditional high-end games, but instead about the opportunity to create new forms of monetizable games in interactive entertainment that can only exist using cloud delivery, end quote. There were a lot of words. There was a lot of words. <laughs> I like your funny words, Magic Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but man, I am curious where they see $12 billion coming from in four years. I um I believe that. Uh, I the part that I don't necessarily agree with is where they're saying that. Well, you believe the twelve billion will show up. I do. All right, cool. We're on different ends of that. I think um, this is kind of like they call it cloud gaming and interactive streaming. Okay, so are we, and are really, we, are we about to say the same thing? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Go for it. Well, what I was gonna say is like they say cloud gaming and interactive streaming, but but really. It's just interactive streaming. I don't really see it as cloud gaming. Okay. I'm thinking that they are... Like, when when I look at that, I'm thinking, like, shit like Stadia and Twitch. What I think they're thinking is, like, the type of stuff that, like, Netflix is doing and, like, the things that are going to push the boundaries a little bit than, than what we're aware of. Like Netflix with their interactive. So me, uh, how do I want to? Hmm. So and the other part is, I'll let you think about that. The other part is, I don't necessarily agree with the idea that ten billion of that is going to come from people who have existing consumers that own high-end PCs and consoles. Because if you're just thinking that those people are going to make up the bulk of that, I don't think that's true. I'll start there. I'll work backwards. 110% agree. Because if you have a high-end PC, you're not cloud gaming. Yeah. You literally bought it to run everything locally and like a nut yeah, job. It's, it's totally counter to what they're talking about. Now, I'm not attacking you. That's fine. I'm going to start with that. <laughs> okay. But in... <laughs> but in the first part of your thing, you said you see it like Stadia and Twitch. I see when those you, as two very different things, so I want to just make when sure you we're in read, the same. When you read cloud gaming and interactive streaming... Okay, so you're you saying think cloud gaming, Stadia... Interactive streaming, Twitch. Twitch, YouTube, typical streaming platforms. Yeah. Okay. Which what I think the, that's the... My assumption based on... like I read a little bit more of it than what is yeah. here. Yeah. I think they're coming at it like... They're thinking that there's going to be a bunch of innovation in the field, and that's okay. going to cause like you know massive growth in in both sides of that. Yeah, like I guess what I'm saying is they think both sides are going to go up, whether it's or do they are they thinking of interactive streaming as not twitching something? Yeah, kind of that. Like I think they're thinking they're using that that as a blanket statement that'll cover anything that might be like remotely related to those things. Okay, cool. Fucking blanket terms. Yeah. Um I think they're wrong. 
I'm first off not an analyst. Mm-hmm. So on the grain, on grain the growth salt. factor, grain of salt. Uh, I think they're definitely wrong on the growth factor. I think they're. I think they're thirty percent higher than I would have guessed. Okay, I probably would have said seven billion to like low eights, maybe. Mm-hmm. Which is actually closer to half, I guess, of where I think they would be. I think thirteen billion in four in four years, a growth of twelve billion is kind of insane. Mm-hmm. It possible we've seen bigger things happen, right? Of just yeah. balloons out of nowhere. I think you're probably looking closer, to like eight billion. Uh, but then again, it depends on how you're an analyst and you define the broadest term in the world. So move the goalposts where you need to to make your number look right. Yeah, see, that's where I think that that falls in. But where we both see that, where I think we both come in at the same point, Luna's not going to all of a sudden make that much more money. Stadia is literally going to be turned off by that point. <laughs> uh, Gamepad, or sorry, uh, xCloud will be just fine. That will be still li- living. Where I think they would be able to get away with that argument is, will Twitch and YouTube keep growing? Yes. Will Facebook Gaming keep growing slash meta? Yes. Will um, stuff like Game Pass, Microsoft's Game Pass, which you can get for a dollar for three months right now if you go to the blah, 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 slash gamers too. And (laughs) uh, stuff like that. Whatever the Netflix new thing is where it's another another Game Pass-esque system that the PlayStation, I mean, PlayStation now, but whatever PlayStation is potentially banking on themselves and whatever Nintendo starts doing, like those other services that they could say, yeah, that counts as our interactive streaming platform because it's cloud gaming. No, it's just a gaming subscription. That's not how that should work, like definition wise. But, you know, mm. you're an analyst. You need to shift the goalpost to meet your numbers. You're going to do what you got to do. Yeah, Those will 100% grow and go into that category. But I think in what we both read in that definition, that twelve billion is way too high. Oh yeah, if you take it literally, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. But if I just include the idea to say I think technology is going to bloom by twelve billion, oh yeah, yeah then I'm yeah. gonna yeah, then you know, hey, I'm a genius. Pay me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can get an analyst job anywhere. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm so good. Yeah, I mean that's basically the angle they're coming from is that they're they're assuming there's going to be innovations like you know. Interactive gaming from streaming platforms. I, and... I would be much more inclined to lean towards, in, in our own analyst terms, saying something along the lines of more gaming subscriptions will exist than pre than currently do. Not really much of a hot take, but 100%, I think, either more will exist or there will be new versions or whatever, or everybody will be on one at some point almost. Yeah, that's where I would feel comfortable saying that because I think it's just going to become more mainstream to the point of like... Weird that you don't have it. Yeah, weird that you're not... like, Like, Netflix is the example I keep thinking of because... When it comes to, like, TV shows, they're the ones that, like, everyone's always talking, you know, Squid Game, uh, Stranger Things, Tiger King. Like, there's always that, like, show you have to watch to be in on whatever, like, pop conversations going on. Yeah. And, like, I think they're going to end up coming out. I'm assuming their gaming angle that they're going to take eventually is going to be the interactive gaming angle. Like, the 
Was it Black Mirror that did the interactive? Nope. There was a... I know what you're thinking of, because I couldn't remember the name of it this entire time. Yeah. I still can't. It wasn't... I mean, Black Mirror might have had an episode about it, but it wasn't that. It was a movie, I believe, or something that lasted where you made selections. Yes. And yes, that's... I agree. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember what the name of it was. Yeah. Some, it was something with a B. Okay, yeah. So that is what... That's the type of shit I think they are referring to. Which I agree. Netflix could do that very well at everything else. I just don't know that that... I do think there is space for that, and I think it's been tried a little bit currently with, like, the Until Dawns and Life is Strange and a lot of these other Telltale games, like, a lot of these other story-based games that you can just watch people play Mm -hmm. and you can interact, but once you give the power to a crowd essentially and you do like in room voting of hey everybody's got their phone hooked up uh, this is a uh, there's that PlayStation game remember what I'm you know what I'm, which one I'm talking about where you w- could hook up your phone mm-hmm. there was like a room code and you were all sitting there in the room and you could vote for like what yeah where, yeah. where they go yeah I think Netflix is a much better avenue than PlayStation is because it's obviously much more accessible. Yeah. So there's a 100% chance that that will kick off and do well. Especially if you, uh, you know, go the whole, I, I want to make a shit ton of money route and have it pay to win. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Especially if you want to do it that way. If you pay five extra dollars, your choice gets picked no matter what. Yeah. Exactly. There's the one friend in the room that's like, I want to do what I want to do. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we just ruined that. And and, and no, and he was never invited again. (laughs) Number five, Ubisoft announced the formation of Ubisoft Sherbrooke. It's fourth development studio in the Canadian province of Quebec. I'm assuming that's pronounced Natalie, but it might be Nathalie. You know what? Uh, There's a TH. I'm with Nathalie. Let's call her Nat. Nat. Now, Jasmine. Yasmin. <laughs> oh, we're in it. <laughs> Was appointed managing director of the new Sherbrooke studio location. You spelled Sherbrooke different twice, too. Uh, she originally joined Ubisoft in 2012 as a senior producer. And in 2019, she became director of Harbor. Ubisoft's online service platform. What? <laughs> no word on what they will be working on just yet. I'm assuming like that we've never heard of Harbor. I remember it a little bit. Like it's got to be like a, the internal internal name for their online service. Yeah, I think it's. I think it was like a outside. It's called Ubisoft. <laughs> I honestly, I think it was like an R and D thing. And I kind of think that this is like Far Harbor. <laughs> I think this is like more Ubisoft, essentially, where they're just like, "Oh, you worked on games to service stuff, so we're gonna make you the head of a new studio that's just gonna be a games as a service studio." Please help with Skull and Bones. <laughs> Skull and Bones. That, that was like the one blood oath they made her sign. You have to help with Skull and Bones. <laughs> Or Beyond Good and Evil 2. Which one do you think it was? Uh, 
Ooh. I'm going to go with Skull and Bones. Ah, let's get through the crap. Number six. Uh, the UK's Competition and Markets Authority has officially launched a six-month investigation into NVIDIA's uh, acquisition of ARM. The country's competition regular, reg- regulator has announced its intentions to investigate the takeover uh, back in January. The in-depth investigation has launched, quote, on the grounds of competition and national security concerns, end quote. Uh, with the CMA adding that the acquisition raises the possibility of, quote, substantial lessening of competition across four key markets, uh, namely data centers, the Internet of Things, the automotive sector, and what the announcement called, quote, gaming applications. Uh, before we get too far into this, do you think a group of regulators plays Warren G and Nate Dogs regulate before they go into an investigation? Like, that's their low rider from... Gone in 60 Seconds hype song. I think there is definitely an office that does that. Regulators! Mount up. There is definitely an office that does that. Cold Dark Knight. Clear your butt. <laughs> it is, uh, it'll be interesting, I guess. Uh, not, you know, it's the UK, so it doesn't affect me directly, so we'll see. Now, I'm sure, um, you know, they'll do some poking around, some prodding around, and then NVIDIA will be like, hey, you know what? I got this fat check here that could be yours if you just let this little thing sweep under the rug. If you take that poking and prodding and go your own way, I'll, yeah. just, I'll, be, I'll be obliged to give you a little bit more <laughs> gold here. My name's Jim Boot. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it with my own accent early in. I liked it. I don't know. This like that wasn't even Old West Prospector though. That was like it kind of gave me Southern uh, lawyer. It gave me uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio vibes from um, Django. Django. <laughs> Southern lawyer. <laughs> now you see here. I'm gonna step away from Foghorn Lighthorn if I'm not careful. Something wrong with that? Ah, I'll say. No, 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 not an say. That's an old joke. Number seven, PAX East 2022 is coming back as a live event. It'll take place at the Boston Convention and Exhibition Center from Thursday, April 21st, 2022 to Sunday, April 24th, 2022. Attendees will have to show proof of vaccination against COVID-19 and wear approved face coverings at all times. The PAX East website has face covering guidelines. Also, they specifically point out that this policy applies to cosplay and costume pieces as well. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yay. Happy to see it back, and the regulations don't bother me. So whatever. Yeah, I have. I'm vaxxed. I got the. You know, I got masks. Honestly, at the same time, I'm like, I'm gonna get a sweet gaming mask, and I'm just gonna walk around with that. Honestly, now that masks are socially acceptable in the U.S., I don't think you should ever go to a Pax without wearing a mask. Pax might smell better for it. Uh, yeah. Hot take. Mm-hmm. Or those people might be checked at the door and not allowed in. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sir. You smell like you have COVID? Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number eight. You have no idea how happy I would be to see outside of a PAX like a, a decontamination shower booth. Like Just the prison everybody. showers, they get hosed down and then no, scrubbed with like, the brushes? Like the, I mean, yes, but the like radiation level. Where everybody's in white suits and they're mm-hmm. just like doing all the the really hardcore wash down. They're like, nope. All right, now go over there. No, none of us want to be near you because you might be contaminated. <laughs> you have to walk through like multiple sets of like UV lights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then also getting like a hot underwash. Oh, we're talking <laughs> about the different thing. That's the car wash option. <laughs> Same time, put a car wash next to pack. Make people walk through it. There you go. Choose. Give them the hot wax option. Ooh, daddy. Uh, number eight. Live streaming tools developer Streamlabs has been accused of plagiarism by streaming service Lightstream. Uh, Lightstream tweeted a comparison of Streamlabs Studios and its website, which appeared to be very similar. By the way, Streamlabs Studios is Streamlabs' new software they came out with. Uh, Lightstream wasn't the only streaming service that had concerns with Streamlabs Studios. OBS Studio said via Twitter that it was told beforehand about Streamlabs services name. Uh, I'm going to go with slobs on this one. That's the acronym. You're correct. Uh, I don't know why you would choose that acronym other than the fact that like, it's just it's what it a spells. word. Just what it spells. I know, but still. Yeah. Slobs. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to choose the acronym slobs, maybe not copy other people. 
No, I think it's just I think it's the greatest fitting thing you could do. Yeah, we're slobs. We copied them. Fuck off. Yep. All right, so slobs, which stands for Streamlabs Open Broadcaster Software. Uh, despite expressing that it didn't want the name to be used, Streamlabs proceeded to use it and then file a trademark. Streamlabs released a statement addressing some of the concerns it has faced. Quote, we are taking immediate action to remove OBS from our name. Streamlabs OBS is built on top of the OBS open source platform. Streamlabs OBS is also open source and our code is publicly available. We take responsibility for our actions and will support the community. End quote. Yep. A lot of bullshit. Yeah. For sure. If, if OBS has been fighting this battle with you legally behind the scenes and it just took everybody going, uh, hey, quit being pieces of shit and for you to get caught and then like decide to change. Hmm, maybe you're the piece of shit. Just a thought. Yeah. Speaking of pieces of shit. Oh, boy. Look what we have here. Here we go. Number nine. We got some more updates about the shit show that is Activision Blizzard King. Or as I said, a Burger King. I don't know if you ever got that joke when I wrote it. I was so sad. I did. All right. I was just I was I was like left out the dry. I was like I hope somebody understands when he said ABK, and I was like yeah, a Burger King. <laughs> uh, let's dive in with our shovel, and this is going to be somewhat in chronological order. For the record, our shovel, trench shovel, foldable, nice, and also used for digging holes to take shits in. So here we go. The Wall Street Journal released a bombshell report that says that CEO Bobby Kotick knew about the sexual harassment issues inside the company and had his own incidences of misconduct. It also alleges that he withheld that info from the board of directors and shareholders. Um, so first off, not a good start. Yeah. Uh, go read the article if you're interested. Um, Pretty damning. I, I yes, I will say this. This small synopsis is uh, that I threw together on that piece was very underwhelming compared to like the horribleness. When I say uh, when when you know it's written that he withheld information from the board and that he knew about sexual harassment issues, uh, it was like the worst kind of sexual harassment. It was just straight rape allegations. So yep, he had rape allegations. He apparently intervened when somebody uh, high up in Treyarch, I think, uh, was supposed to be getting fired for sexual harassment. And apparently he intervened and stopped that from happening. Instead, uh, had them go to, like, counseling or whatever. And then eventually, I think they left last month or something like that. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, he threatened to have his secretary killed. Yeah, there was so, some. So somebody <laughs> He threatened to kill somebody. There was some weird. I know that there were some issues with uh, a uh, flight attendant. Yeah, there was years that. ago. But then, then he also threatened to have somebody killed. Yeah, and then there was a there was a um, an employee who um, I don't know. There was a whole legal issue with uh, an employee that uh, was raped, and then they he like essentially covered it up. Whole whole thing. Whole thing. 
Well, we'll continue. Uh, the report goes on to say that Jennifer O'Neill left the company because she had no faith that the higher-ups at Activision Blizzard King were serious about fixing their problems. She also said that she had been, quote, tokenized, marginalized, and discriminated against, end quote. She herself has suffered from sexual harassment early on in her career, and most recently she was paid less than her co-lead, Mike Ibarra. So that, like, became like a side thing. And what was interesting about that is when they agreed, both of them, when they agreed to be co-leads, yep. they both in like a wanted to be paid the same amount. Yep. Again, I can't blame Mike for anything yet yeah. because he still seems like he is trying to be in the pivot point for fixing this. Yeah. Um, he did kind of like... I don't want to say missed that, but he he's a, he's a company man, so like he still works there, and he tried to like not downplay it, but like and there was he said some things that were like uh, that trying to explain why there was a pay disparity, and uh, she like I think responded on Twitter and just was like that's kind of bullshit. Yeah, and I mean it's you know. You can only do so much type of thing. Yeah. Sometimes it is better to be silent. Sometimes if you're getting attacked, it's hard to be. Uh, This is from a... I don't know if... I mean, he tweeted it. I don't know if I really need to use his name. Um, But this is from a person on on the WoW team. uh, A engineer. uh, Five hours ago. Uh, Apparently, they had a meeting. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is this is the tweet, literally word for word. Great meeting with Quick. Quick is Mike Mikey Barra. Uh, great meeting with Quick and Team Two plus partners today. Lots of fantastic questions that got addressed. This is the energy the team needs. He addressed each person by name, and it felt very candid and personal. Much better than it being an uh, anonymous hype for what's next. So take it for what you will, but it does look like you know talks are happening at at least the team level and employee level with. Their direct supervisors. That being said, after the release of the article, the Activision Blizzard employee group ABK Workers Alliance called for Codex removal. Sony's Jim Ryan, also super not thrilled about what came out, Ryan said that Activision, quote, has not done enough to address a deep-seated culture of discrimination and harassment, end quote, adding that PlayStation reached out to the company to see what it was planning to do in response to the incidents detailed in the article. Ryan said, quote, we do not believe their statements of response properly address the situation, end quote. ABK's board of directors went the opposite direction and publicly declared their support for Kodak because, well, hey, they made a lot of fucking money. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm just going to keep going. The fallout has continued to build. A group of shareholders is calling for Kodak's resignation. And in a company meeting, Activision staff questioned whether the new zero tolerance, tolerance apply, uh, policy applies to Kodak. The reason uh, the response was classic. <laughs> nope. Activision Blizzard execs said they did not have evidence of Kodak's own alleged harassment of employees. So, uh, real quick, and I've, I, I haven't called for it. I mean, I tweeted it, but I didn't call. It's not like a call to action because, well, let's be honest, <laughs> I got no fucking power. Um, in doing a little bit of reading, because you can eat, you can publicly find their board of directors. Mm-hmm. Their board of directors also include two other people that have been there since the 90s at roughly, I don't know, the same time Bobby's been there. Yeah. 
So maybe get rid of all fucking three of them because clearly two of them are biased in protecting their friend. For sure. How many are on the board? Do you know? Six, six or seven? Six or seven. But it's just like, what? I, I, oh, Again, money. We've talked about it. It's money, money, money. But holy shit. The shareholder thing, I think, is only... It's a. It's not the biggest shareholders that hold. Uh, it's a firm that holds... Three million shares or something like that, mm-hmm. but there are two much larger firms that own like forty-five and thirty million or something like that. I kind that, of suspect that the share, as far as shareholders go, it'll build traction because uh, we don't mention it anywhere in here, but their stock prices have been slowly but persistently declining through this the past couple of days. Yeah, and apparently the, they've gone down. I think eleven percent or something like that. And apparently, the thing with shareholders calling for it is the same as like okay you might not have the biggest seat at the table but you're they are now rather than just like voicing displeasure they are actually like taking legal action of essentially doing a vote of no confidence mm-hmm. of of their whatever their say is in the matter so i mean we're not even in the lawsuit phase yet yeah because yeah, they've already another, tried to skirt that bullshit. That's just another thing to pile on. Xbox boss Phil Spencer is considering taking action against Activision Blizzard. Spencer said Spencer said he and the gaming leadership team at Microsoft were, quote, disturbed and deeply troubled by the horrific events and actions, end quote, at the Call of Duty publisher. Spencer added that he is, quote, evaluating all aspects of our relationship with Activision Blizzard and making ongoing proactive adjustments. This type of behavior has no place in our industry, end quote. So this was kind of a fun little thing that I saw. So like this didn't come out as an official statement from him. It was a company email that was leaked. Yeah, it was an internal company email, but then he also doubled then down after, in an interview. Then afterwards, he, he gave a statement. I can't remember who leaked. I think it was it was either Bloomberg a, or Kotaku. He gave a statement to IGN. Yeah, he, gave, he basically gave a statement being like, damn right, I said all that. Yeah. Like... I mean, he didn't say he didn't say those exact words, but the statement he gave summed up that way. It was like that's I said exactly all of that. Yeah, <laughs> it almost would have been great if he just sent out a memo to all of them and said, "Yes, <laughs> yes, that is correct." But hey, again, this goes back years when I said Phil was the right man for the job. Phil still the right man for the job. Yeah, yeah, fighting the good fight, Phil. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. I kind of, when I saw that Jim Ryan said, like, he was one of the first to respond. In, yeah, in I think the they responded. I think PlayStation said something the first, like, in the beginning. Immediately. I, as soon as PlayStation said something, I was like, ooh, Phil's coming, come in with the hammer. I can feel it. Yeah, but I think PlayStation, didn't PlayStation say something, like, this is the more recent one, but didn't they say something, like, the first time this was happening? Yeah, they did. And, like, the, at the, like, the very beginning of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And now, now, now everybody's going... I want Activision's Blizzard throat on a pike. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, burn him to the ground. <laughs> Basically. Support the devs. Don't <laughs> kill them. Just the top. Kill the board. Because clearly they don't know what the hell they're doing. Phil, Phil Spencer, I don't doubt that he's sincere about this. 
But I'm sure there's a part of him in his business mind that's also like, hey, why don't you just let me buy that Blizzard chunk right there? Just let me let me have that. Oh, there's there's a hundred percent part of that where they're like, you know, we really like making acquisitions. Give me Blizzard and get out of the way. <laughs> Give me Blizzard because fuck off. Can you imagine an Xbox owned Blizzard? And Phil just goes, "Hey, you guys know when you were like doing really good and everything. You want to do that again? Go, be free, be free, have fun, frolic, make Starcraft three. No one's gonna tell you no. We love you." <laughs> Okay, now this is an X-rated podcast. Yo, yeah, this is the X-rated one. We didn't start the thing off with a sex addiction. That's true. As of this podcast, ABK Workers Alliance has a petition signed by 1690... 1,690. Thank you. I don't know why I read that that way. <laughs> I've, it, in your defense, brain worked the same way, so it's fine. Activision uh, that many Activision Blizzard staff and contractors calling for Bobby Kotick's removal. The petition also asks that shareholders are allowed to select a replacement without any consideration from Kotick. So that's where we're at right now. Death to the King. Yeah, we'll see if he makes it through another week. I like that that's just going to be our barometer every week. Can we? Oh, God. Oh, is, we need, a, not we a need website? the atomic clock for Bo- Bobby firing. Yeah. Is, I was going to say, either the atomic clock or like the We're website. 12 minutes from midnight. Yeah. Either that or the old, uh, like, is Bobby Kotick, uh, Bobby Kotick fired yet.com. And it's just the, the big words yes or no. And it just flips. Uh, Does Bobby Kotick still have a job? Yes. And then when it flips to no, everybody just. <laughs> It's unreal. It's uh, it's just so annoying for devs that I love that are going through this. And again, it comes to money as the reason why nothing's going to happen. And again, I fall back on the court systems that hopefully, or at least potentially maybe the Shareholders or somebody just remove the shit. I, if the trend continues, they're going to run out of reasons not to. Oh, and if they're not careful, that like that board specifically, shit's coming out about each one of them individually. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the... <laughs> that's the that's, ne- yeah, that's, that's the next step in the old, I got a card up my well, sleeve. Do you want to see me I do a magic trick? I'm pretty sure, and it, that might be the other two friends on the board, but his original story from a long time ago where uh, a flight attendant had made accusations about them. Yeah. Yep. Included two of his friends that they owned a jet together. Yeah. It might be them. So I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it wasn't them. So, but it would, it would be funny. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I'm just waiting for somebody to just be like, "You guys want to make want to see me make this pencil disappear?" Because it's going to go straight into the eye socket, and then I'm going to sit sit here laughing while I dice, I slowly drop out dossiers on everybody. Like, oh, that's cute. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So, what were you doing in this random hotel room at this point? All and right. It just, so, poof, poof. Bobby Kodak gets axed. They need a new CEO. 
Nate Killian. I was going to say, oh, sorry. Who would we? Who would we see there? But I mean, Nate Killian's a valid answer, I guess. Um, I would be the greatest CEO because I don't know what I'm doing, so I wouldn't even know how much power I had, and I would just be there going. Two like people immediately came to my head, and it's just because they're the most recent people that were in charge of mega gaming corporations, and then Peter Moore. Okay, and then <laughs> and then like retired or bowed out. Reggie, 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 be interesting. Uh, Sean Layden. Oh, Sean would be interesting. Uh, Sean's ending was a little bit weirder than Reggie's, yeah, yeah. Just that was that was reason. a power struggle there. That guy, he lost. You imagine like Mike, like they play Blizzard reunion tour. Mike Morhaime goes back, absorbs maybe his own, absorbs his own studio of Dreamhaven into it. Metzen goes back and they put Warchief in. They just like, hey, we're doing a reunion tour. Everybody come back. You guys can do your own projects underneath that stuff, but we're fixing our baby. I mean, in a perfect world, and like that's not outside the realm of possibility, but. Oh, it's 100% outside of it in this world. I feel like what we're going to get is Coda gone, and we're, he's going to be replaced with like. Someone else we equally despise. Like I, I love the idea of Activision Blizzard King breaking up, mm-hmm. like the boy band that never should have existed. Yeah, and King just going back to being like, whatever, man. Candy Crush go burr. I don't care. Money. <laughs> 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 and Activision being like, uh, we yeah, got Call of Duty. Call of Duty go burr. We make money. Sure, we got a few bad eggs, mm-hmm. but we'll we'll hopefully work on that. And Blizzard going. All right, what do we do? fire everybody? Let's go. And then Microsoft going, I don't like what you got over there, Blizzard. Come here. Why don't you just we work got your free way? candy? <laughs> you want a popsicle? Disturbing. All right, what? It's Family Guy. It's funny. Do we? Do you want anything? You want to rage a little bit more about it? You got anything else you want to say? No, because I, I rage for as long as I have, and then it slowly just turns to sad. Yeah, and that's just depression. It's just, yeah, it's just like, eh, do better. Do better. All right. I've played on that volleyball team. Number 10. Team name was Do Better. It's a good name. Team motto, Do Better. See, there team you go. goal, score more points than the other team. It's fucking keep it simple, stupid. My uh, favorite method. Kiss. <laughs> we kiss differently. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not kissing a mouth. <laughs> I mean, you're gargling something. Uh, the Game Awards 2021 are fast approaching, so naturally they announced their nominees. Uh, it's a good indicator of the rough year we've had. Yeah, do we really want to talk about this? I'm going to rip through it. Uh, look at this man taking initiative. I love that. He's right. so sexy right now. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's getting awkward over here. Um, now? <laughs> are you curious about any any categories? Uh, we need the big one of Game of the Year. All right. You want to just start um, there? And then after that, I uh, honestly don't care. Okay. Um, I mean, I, truthfully, I already know what the Game of the Year award game of the year ones are Mm -hmm. i don't care about them but they're the only ones that anybody else is going to notice so uh death loop it takes two metroid dread psychonauts 2 ratchet 
Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. So my votes. I want to see either It Takes Two or Ratchet and Clank win. I think... Uh, just because those would be... Again, the things you just listed, in any other year, one of those might make a top five. Yeah. Um... I'm kind of irritated that, uh, honestly, I'm a little irritated that, like, Forza Horizon isn't on a lot of these categories. 100%. Disappointment. They're literally... Cyberpunk? Why isn't that... (laughs) They're literally only in um, the racing category, and that's it. Oh, audio design. Yeah. Well, because they redid the engines and everything. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's... I think that's, I mean, everything else is just, you know, the normal blech. Yeah. I'm trying to find something. There's uh, really Cyberpunk did get nominated for Best Role Playing. Was it Best Role Playing or was it Best Score? Uh, best Role Playing, maybe Best Score as well, but. I think they had one for audio. I do appreciate that Hot Wheels Unleashed got nominated for Best Racing. I, d- I did appreciate that. Sorry, Forza is the best game. I mean, Forza is clearly superior, but but Hot Wheels Unleashed is actually surprisingly good. Exactly. Yep. Um, multiplayer. But the fact that it's nominated should tell you that it's a good game. New World for best multiplayer. It was a new game that came out. <laughs> yeah, that see that's the issue with the game awards and awards. And maybe it's more specific. It's worse this year, but in general, it is a problem. But that- where like a new game comes out. And it's popular because of hype, and they're like, "Oh well, it's a new game, you know." Let's, let's yeah. Put well, it they on threw there. it in, and then also they can't keep more than two hundred thousand people concurrently playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other issue is, well, the Game Awards does the nicer part of it, where they say best ongoing later in that list, so they do kind of remedy it a little bit. So you have your Final Fantasy fourteen, your World of mm-hmm. Warcraft, your Apex Legends, your Call of Duty Warzone, your yeah. Honestly, the most legit list on here. Is uh, most anticipated, yeah. Which it's Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, uh, Horizon, Forbidden West. Uh, it's just a sequel to the Legends of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and Starfield. What's your most anticipated on that list? Ooh, that's a rough one. Probably Horizon. Yeah, yeah. Probably God of War. Followed closely by God of War. Yeah, I'm, you and I are probably flipped there. Mm-hmm. I like Horizon, but I don't know. Just God of War felt so good. I want that combat again. Where I'm just slugging it out. Yeah, but, the story was so good, too. Yeah, but Horizon gives you the stealth mode. So, that's where we differ a little bit. I go broody. You're like, I'm a Khajiit archer. I don't know what you want. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there we go again. And it always ends up being a sneak archer. Every time. I, uh, Speaking of Skyrim, new edition. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. 53rd edition. Yeah, and that's it. That's it for those Game will be going on now. December 9th. We'll be live at the Game Awards because we got invited in an alternate universe. All right. <laughs> We're presenting Game of the Year. Yeah. We should be presenting racing just so we can uh, show up in two Porsches on stage. We're actually co-hosting uh, with Jeff Keeley. With Keeley, we're a three-man yep. group. Yep. You and I are the two like duo interviewers while he does the stage stuff. Exactly. Hell yeah! 
Fuck the Oscars. Let's go. I can do it. <laughs> God, it'd be so much fun if we were on the red carpet just bullshitting with people. Probably wouldn't last very long. Anyway, so out. I'm here with... Who are you? Ko- Koji- Kojima? Is that how you say that? He- he- Hideo? <laughs> Kajima? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you made that Norman Reedus game? Where you don't let me look at his dick enough? Did you put that fetus in the bathroom? That's fucking weird. Whatever happened to that thing? You just kind of like walked around a lot. There's a fridge? Some weird lady? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no? What do you mean you're not allowed to talk about it? When's your next game? <laughs> 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 Just essentially doing like the weirdest interviews with people. Phil, Phil, hey Phil, Phil. Oh yeah, hey uh, Phil Spencer. What's going on? How you doing? What do you think about PlayStation? Yeah. I've, hey, listen. So I've been subscribed for Game Pass for I don't know ever, and you guys stop sending my checks. <laughs> I talk about it every podcast. The Game Pass is so cheap and affordable with a great list of games. And Xbox exclusives, amazing. Game Pass for PC, Game Pass Ultimate, get them both. And xCloud. I mean, come on. Who else does a sales pitch like that? What do you mean you don't know who I am? (laughs) Phil. That is rude. (laughs) Todd. Todd Howard. Hey, how much money you got invested in oil? You drill any new wells? (laughs) Hands are looking a little dirty. You a roughneck? (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Todd. Come on. You've never been out there like, Howie! I got all this money from this oil. You never you never did that? You look like somebody that would do that. <laughs> anyway. Let me know when the next Skyrim comes out. Tomorrow? Fuck, I can't. God. I'm still on my 738th playthrough. Nah, whatever. I guess I can finish it up. Who else we got? Reggie? What the fuck are you doing here? You're retired. Oh, you're presenting? What are you presenting? Best indie game? Interesting. I heard Nintendo didn't really like indies. Is this your, like, revenge? Revenge tour? Yeah, all right. Weird. Hey, what do you think about that, uh, that Mario movie? What Mario movie? Ah, oh, damn it. I thought I was going to get you with that one. Never mind. <laughs> Do you hate Sonic? <laughs> Just like ask a bunch of weird questions to random people. <laughs> hey, Keely. Keely. Keely! Hey! Who would win in a race? Banana? Or a marshmallow. He just shrugged and walked away. I don't... You know what? Point for marshmallow. <laughs> just do stupid shit like that the whole time. It'd be, I'd, I'd get such a kick out of it. No one else would find it funny. But me just purposely asking the stupidest question to the people I hold like the most respect for would <laughs> be so entertaining. It'd probably turn into a thing like... Um... Fucking between two ferns or some shit. Oh yeah, it's like Elfinakis's. 
Red Reggie Phil's Emmy. I have fucking no idea. I pronounced that. Anyway, nice to meet you. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some quick short stories. Number one, Control developer Remedy announced that it will open a new game development studio in Sweden. Is your heard 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 heard? That's just the Swedish translation for that sentence. Shout out to all my Swedish homies. Facts. I appreciate you. Number two, NVIDIA CEO, I keep hiccuping, Jensen Huang expects the current global chip shortage to impact the company's production line into the next couple of years. Ah! Oh! <laughs> I just want to buy a graphics card. Please buy ARM already. Uh, number three. Xbox boss Phil Spencer has said that the upcoming Elder Scrolls 6 title will be a console and PC exclusive. Uh, That means Xbox and Windows. Uh, Also, not shocking. That's why you buy Bethesda. Number four, Microsoft held a 20th anniversary event this week. They launched the Halo Infinite multiplayer and announced a docuseries about the making of the original Xbox. I just want a docuseries on the Duke. Just the Duke. It's it's in there. Yeah, no, but I just want only. I don't care about. The I system. think they do, and I I wouldn't be surprised if there's an entire episode on the Duke because they point that actually the little sizzle reel trailer they did for it. I was like, damn, I want to watch this because there is the because they they shit talk the Duke. It's great. Yeah, because the most in, the most interesting thing of the original Xbox was who the greenlighted the Duke controller. Yeah, and that's it's... basically like what they were. Ta- they were like, what the fuck? I think thought this was a good idea. I saw like so much shit that like brought up a ton of memories of when the Xbox first came out. Like the original concept for the Xbox, and it was the giant X, the green X, the giant fucking like oh the axe. vertical one. Yeah, it was like just a yeah, big yeah, yeah, yeah. X. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, I, there was the vertical one, and there was another one that was also laid on its yep. side. Oh my god, it was it was cool. Number five, Nintendo announced that it partnered with Panda Global to launch a Super Smash Bros. Pro Circuit in 2022. This is the first ever officially licensed championship tournament in North America for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Super Smash Bros. Melee. Hey, cool. Cool beans. Number six, Star Wars The Old Republic Legacy of the Sith expansion is coming out December 14th. And they're Matt lied. I'm not reading the next next part. I'm sure there is going to be one coming. (laughs) <laughs> number seven monster hunter rise and sonic the hedgehog got a trailer if you want to see some creepy shit go watch it yeah it is something out of night it's nightmare fuel fuel yep. really so if you want to be scared of sonic chasing you down in a dark alley and all you hear is ding, 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 as he goes through the rings oh man you get it you get yourself a chili dog suck it on chili dog Chili dog. Second on the chili dog. Anyway, so uh, how uh, it's been seven days? You uh, you been sucking on any chili dogs? <laughs> um, I mean regular hot dogs, maybe. Um, who eats just a plain hot dog? I mean, I put like listen. Ketchup I don't and like mustard. On I just it. don't like. I don't like chili dogs. But yeah, as I was say, you better be have like ketchup, mustard, mm-hmm. or something else. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything exciting going on. Play a little Forza Horizon Five. Um, good game. It's doing its normal thing of just like shafting me as far as like my RNG goes. So that's fun. Doing the normal thing of I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. So. 
I don't know how much longer I'll be playing that, just out of sheer like <laughs> displeasure. <laughs> um, Which is the wor- the worst part too is that it's a fun game. It's a fun game. It's but just like, that your wheel spins and your luck of getting like loot and stuff are terrible. Yeah. Or um, the one mile an hour issue. Yeah, which that's just so annoying. <laughs> um, I downloaded Halo Infinite, but I haven't played it yet, so I'm going to try to hit that this weekend. It definitely was weird to play a little bit. Like to be back? Yes and no. So to be back, for the guns to be way more inaccurate than I remember. Interesting. Uh like assault rifle specifically, like mm-hmm. it obviously was never a high kill weapon anyway, mm-hmm. but it is like wildly inaccurate now. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it while it is smooth, I I very much have to get used to it's still stiff halo movement. They didn't let it go fully fluid, which I'm kind of disappointed by. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just like it's a little rigid in the the keyboard mouse way. Um, <clears throat> probably going to have to do the Battlefield thing with PlayStation people. Wow. Um, yeah, that's about it. Also, I, they added Moneyball back on Netflix and I started watching it while doing dishes. Uh, saw, saw body, Bobby, good old Bobby Kotick in that. Then didn't realize that the first time I watched it. He he's in it. Oh, that's right. He plays the um, the owner. Yep. So I had to think about it for a minute. I was like, "Where is he in that movie?" And then yeah, yeah. that's it. What have you been up to? It's a good movie. Um, the the Uja, the Uja. Uh, no MLB, but I plan on playing that maybe a little bit this weekend if I can. Uh, World of Warcraft, doing the doing the thing, doing a do, doing the deed, doing the deed. Um, play a little Battlefield, about five hours maybe. Good thing I paid fifteen dollars for it. Um, and again, I'm enjoying it. I haven't really ran into any of the bugs that have been prevalent online, but it's very much, I've, I can already tell nobody else I know is playing it. And that is going to immediately limit me in playing it. Because I saw, I do not, I don't, I don't stick with shooters unless I'm playing them with other people usually, or unless like matches are kind of quick or something like that. And battlefield matches are not quick. I saw the post online that was everything removed out of Battlefield 2042 that all the other Battlefields had. Mm. It's pretty lengthy. Yeah. It's just that without having somebody else to play it with, or like, you you know, there's no... While I'm running from point to point, and it's a 30-minute jog, even if I was in a vehicle, it's just like, yeah, cool, but there's no no boring banter to get me through that point. You know what I mean? So it's Mm -hmm. just... There's a lot of downtime. And even when you're in a, a, there have been a few times where I've been in like some sweet firefights where it's me, the squad, and maybe two other squads of my team around me going against three to four squads on the other side of essentially fighting down a street block. Mm -hmm. It's a fun moment, but there's not even that, like, there's, 
no communication comrade like i'm going over here or whatever you know there's just yeah. here's everybody's kind of you're out for your own where it's just like yep i am my own person i really don't care about the rest of the team yeah and it's just not as fun in a battlefield where a battlefield is it excels more on teamwork than like call of duty does mm-hmm. um played halo obviously halo has been fun though i need i need to just get like used to move halo movement with a mouse keyboard I, I've had time to to hop in and play it if I wanted to, but I've been kind of scared to, just because I don't want to get like shit stomped and immediately be disheartened. So yeah, it'll probably be better for me if I if I don't play a bunch before the campaign comes out. It'll be better once I've gone through the campaign yeah. and I've gotten I've gotten used to just movement in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, played Forza, did the vroom vroom, just shake your room. Uh, that was. I mean, I enjoyed it. A lot of fun. My wheel spins haven't screwed me though. But I still have that. After that night that we played, mm-hmm. I have three festival unlocks I need to go do because we just kept unlocking them as we kept doing like the seasonal races. Yeah. So I just have like three of them stacked up that I need to go do, and I never did them. Yeah, I just went through the other day and and went through them all. Yeah. So, uh, so there's that. There's, uh, I think that's really it. I don't think I put anything else. No, I haven't. So yeah, just that. And then you know, sports stuff in the off season and whatever. So yeah. Oh, football manager. What am I talking about? I have played something else. Yeah, we cool. are. Uh, we are. Th- three games into the regular season of football manager so it has begun there it is i am three and oh there you go did you grab your regular team yeah menu i gotta take my boys back to glory because they clearly suck in real life currently so oh shots fired i'll be the one to lead us back to the to the promised land So far, it's working. It's only yeah, three. We'll, it's only three games. It can go downhill at any moment. We'll, we'll check in. We'll check in weekly. See what the progress is. Yeah, yeah. It's been a fun time. Can't wait for the wheels to come off. Oh, it's the most <laughs> just painstaking time. I've only been fired once in in five years. So let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Anything else? I do not. All right, perfect. Then we'll see you guys in seven days. Happy Turkey Day, because we'll be talking to you after it. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 